day with three times the fun and today's best music. This is The Mixed Breakfast. We were chatting about this yesterday. We thought we'd go back in time. Also because of what something our Instagram on Mix.my put up. Like, this little comic where two characters were talking about their email addresses back when they were teenagers, right? We all had it. We all had it. And we thought we'd go back in time and make you smile. That was the question yesterday. What was your first email address when you were a teenager? The comments burned up on Facebook, also on the phone lines as well. Atika's email address when she was 18 was very interesting, guys. Listen to this. I was interested in anime at that time. And mostly, I have like three or five emails, mostly with uh, names of uh, handsome anime characters. Like, for example, um, Anna underscore Conrad. And I was totally into Lord of the Rings also, so definitely Anna underscore Legolas would be in there. And definitely, of course, Mrs. Harry Potter. That one is a must for all teens. I love Mrs. Harry Potter. Now, the reason why we were very creative when we were younger with the, our emails, right, is because we didn't really realize what it was for. We use it to register for things. And then later on, we use it to send resumes to potential employers and that's when the change happens yeah actually i haven't changed mine you know what mine's still pretty mine's still pretty youngish so even today when i send official emails like people like this your email i mean yeah man i'm in the creative industry why you jealous or what Uh, mention your email lah I cannot, cannot, cannot. But it's got to do with what I call myself, my Monica La Primo Supremo. I had to change mine. It was Hot Rod 69 at Hotmail. <laughs> changed it, guys. Changed it. I saw this article and I really just really needed to share it with you guys. La. Michelangelo, famous artist. If you don't know Michelangelo, no, he's not the Ninja Turtle. Okay, no. he's an artist. That's who I'm talking about. The fellow who painted the Sistine Chapel, can uh, this one I don't know la. This is your department But I know he's a famous painter la, Or what? artist Or whatever you call him la. Okay okay So recently A wax statue Which is about 500 years old Was this not discovered But they were moving it From a, one place to another And they discovered They were While they were Looking they're like Hey Why is there a fingerprint On the buttock Of this wax statue Right uh-huh. Then they went closer And said This possibly could be the fingerprint of Michelangelo himself. No way! Wow. <gasps> <laughs> and everybody's like, wow, wow, wow. But obviously, my mind went somewhere else. I'm thinking, this is just something you don't want to know, right? This shouldn't be there. Why is uh, the fingerprint on the buttock, on the bum oh bum? No. <laughs> of all the places it could be. Right, right. But we've all been in situations like this where you go like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. This is quite true too. This is quite true. I'll give you an example. When someone else is in your wife's bed next to your wife and you're at work, that's not supposed to be there. Oh, (laughs) memang cannot like that. How about this one? When I was checking my son's phone when he was in primary school, there was Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball viewed 23 times. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. That is not supposed to be there. Oh. That definitely is oh. No, no, no. You know, no. you know, you know, I'm going to add to this list, okay? So it's when you come across a topless picture of a celebrity on Instagram and in the light, tick, tick, you know, names pop up. Yeah. You see Rod Montero. Oh. Oh. Hey, there, 
hey, hey. What is this picture? What, what, what? I never do that one. Come on. Ah, so I think now reason? is where we just cut this conversation and split. We what? get out of here, you know? Uh, I've been victimized again. Good uh, story to share with you guys. I'm having mixed feelings about this. So let me lead you all into it, okay? Uh, Tony Hawk, you know that name? Yeah. yeah. Master skateboarding, skateboarder. Legend. Skateboarding legend, yes. Yeah, that's the word. Okay, so here's what happened, right? Um, now that the Olympics are happening in Japan, Tony Hawk made an appearance in the Olympic skate park. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he was showing the kids and all, oh, this is how you do it. And this is where I have something to say, lah, right? I mean, I used to play uh, Tony Hawk on the PS and all. There was a skateboarding game and all. But this man is 52 years old and it's uh-huh. past his time. I'm What? thinking this fleur is just going there to show off. Because, it, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't get upset just yet. You see, what we were talking about two days ago is how amazing that skateboard is included now in the Olympics and a 13-year-old won. But now no one's talking about the 13-year-old won anymore because everyone is, oh, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk. Macha, you're 52 years old. Why are you going to steal the thunder from this 13-year-old? Just stay home where you're supposed to be and do your own thing. No, dude. Okay, number one, he didn't steal thunder from the girl who won. And hello, he's every right to be there. Like you said, he is a skateboarding legend. In fact, he was one of the mentors for Raisa Lei, and she's the girl who won second place from Brazil, also a 13-year-old. So he went there to support. He's excited, what? Bro, do you actually know who Tony Hawk is? You're age discriminating this fella. No? He's the otai of skateboard. The master of masters. The man who did the 900, like I said. Come on, man. He can be anywhere he wants. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He can be anywhere he wants. He could have been behind the scenes, quietly being a real mentor and not a show-off mentor. Why do you got to go and show the kids, let me show you all how to do it? This fella is basically because he's got nothing else to do other than skateboarding. So... That's the only thing you can do, lah. Oh my god, you're so jealous. Ah. They lump that deal, lah. Dude, it's like he loves skateboarding, yeah. and then he gets a chance to skateboard at the Olympic street setup. Like, dude, right. who would not take that? It's it's not his fault that the world wants to take pictures and then viral him. Yeah, viral him. It's, he didn't ask for it. Well, I'm just thinking as a legend, you should remain behind the scenes. Everybody knows who you are. Your name is engraved into every ollie, every. Brick that you skated on, so stay quietly, <laughs> lah, ja. Wow, 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 wow! This is jealousy, total jealousy, lah. I don't know where this is coming jealous. from. Jealous? I can't even skateboard. I'm not jealous, guys. Okay, you just wait. In about 10, 15 years from now, right? In this whole scene of radio, ah, is Prem gonna live a low-key, laid-back, behind-the-scenes life? I don't think so. Prem Shankar is gonna <laughs> grab every opportunity to be in front of everybody and teach them how radio was done. <laughs> Back in the day, <laughs> I am legend. I N D I S P. Can Aisha Rod and Prim spell as well as they speak? Hmm. Time to find out. Spell it with Aisha Rod and Prim. A current score for spell it is. Prem has gotten three words correct this month. I have managed to get two, and Rod is one. Okay, we're ready for a new challenge, a new word. What's it, lah? Well, we have a voice note coming in for Melvin, guys. I am going to choose the word husbandry. I repeat, the word to spell out is husbandry. The definition is husbandry. It's related to something like managing or maintaining 
crops or uh, animal. So uh, the lucky person that I'm going to choose today to spell out the word is drumroll. Oh, the best rock you can do it. Come on, thanks, Melvin. Husbandry, uh, H U S B A N D. I am the, me, I think husband. Uh, husbandry, H U S B A N D A R Y. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, that's not my final answer. Could not be that easy, right? Husbandry, husbandry. Okay, lah, I'll go for that. Okay. You added the A-R-Y lah, like legendary lah at the yes, back. Yes, 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 I did. Producer Z. That was a wrong choice. It's oh, no. D-R-Y. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. I'm back into the Telur gang. So, so good. close. One unnecessary added word. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of guy I am. You see, you ask me for one thing, I give you two things, you know. Oversupply, yes, yes, overgive. You know, going beyond expectation, over-serving, whatever, overachieving. Thank you for that, Ryan. Uh, you're welcome. Eggs today for breakfast, guys? I'm supplying it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Two eggs, please. <laughs> the thing about staying home is, uh, and, and being safe, is sometimes you miss certain things in your life. Like you crave for something that you can't just go out there, sit in a restaurant and have it. Yesterday, yeah. uh, guys, I was craving this special mint lime lemongrass drink from a Thai restaurant in SS2 I really really wanted it so bad mm-hmm. that I tried making it I said how difficult it. can it be lah just put uh-huh. mint put lime you know some lemongrass in it and yeah. then some ice and then mix it up right right oh my goodness it tasted so bitter <laughs> worst of from, the worst from what, what happened not enough sugar is it I put sugar as well so much sugar that I gained 3 kgs today. So my effort there got wasted lah. I'm sure you guys crave something so much that you put a lot of effort in or pay a lot of money. I, I don't know. Is there something, guys? Yeah, that's the thing about cravings, right? You go all out to satisfy it. It wasn't my craving, but it was my daughter. So Soraya was going through this really strict diet because she was going through eczema at that time. Yes. And... To satisfy her cravings, she'll be watching all this mukbang ASMR of people eating junk food. <laughs> oh, man. And when she finally healed, she was like, Mama, we got to do this. So we did. We ordered all the junk food that we could think of yeah. and set up cameras and lighting and microphones so we could shoot our own. And we did. And so, I felt sick afterwards. <laughs> I know. So the effort there was this entire setup. Like, I can imagine like, buying the camera, buying the ASMR mic. It's a different setup itself. No, like, we used what we had. Like, we didn't buy, like, but oh. we did the setup. No, like, no, not that crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I have a story to share about how my effort is uh, about 70 ringgit on a sandwich. Yo, 70 ah. ringgit. Wow. I, w- I will get to the story later, but right now, let's let's get the listeners going first. Like, come, share your stories. How much effort have you put into satisfying a craving? So we've got voice notes, and this one's from Mr. Boo. Uh, there was one night, uh, it was quite, quite close to 8, 9 p.m. Oh, the craving was there. I just need to have some kacang. Uh, none in the house. Not going to go to any supermarket. So what I did was I took my bike out. Uh, then uh, before 10 p.m., uh, some shops are still open because uh, I didn't go to 7-Eleven. I went to the tuck shop nearby. And yeah, lo and behold, I got a hold of one packet, brought it home and enjoyed that one packet of kacang. Uh, Mr. Boo went nuts over nuts. 
How's that? <laughs> oh, especially those night cravings is you sometimes you have to suppress with water but cannot because you'll start dreaming of it, eh? Absolutely. Here's what Ashwin's craving for. The only thing I can think about those days lah when we can actually go out and travel and all that, I went all the way to Melaka just for durian chendol. Crazy, right? Okay, I went all the way, paid the petrol, toll and everything else just for a durian chendol. Hmm, I wish I can do that again. I That's think worth it though. That's yeah, worth it. Yeah, I mean the durian chendol in Melaka is something else. So now guys, I told you all earlier about my efforts that I needed to satisfy my craving, right? Yeah. How I paid 70 over ringgit for a sandwich. Yeah. I'm going to add on to that. The effort level is 24 hours and 70 ringgit for a sandwich. Wow. Once upon a time, BC, before coronavirus. <laughs> I spent 24 hours and 70 ringgit on a sandwich from Japan. What? What's happening, bro? If you've been to Japan, Aisha, you would know this. Sorry, Rod, you haven't been to Japan yet. But no. there's this sandwich that you get out of the 7-Eleven. It's just oh. something else. It is just... Yeah. Once you eat it, it's like there's a spell on you. You just need to eat it the entire time you're in Japan, right? I was very fortunate to have friends who were flying uh, as captains, as stewards, cabin crews, right? So every time I see someone post, I'm in Japan, straight away one text will go, hey, hey please, <laughs> please, please just fly it back. And thank God because in the aircraft, you got the fridge, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's okay, I'm only coming back tomorrow. Huh? I said, it's okay. So I will wait, willing to wait 24 hours. And I said, I will pay. And I, you know, and currency exchange, blah blah blah, came up to about sixty, seventy ringgit for just sandwiches, lah. And <laughs> woo, that is the effort I would go through to eat that sandwich. Day <laughs> two, I'm sure we got yes. egg sandwich here in Malaysia. I know. God, effort orang kayangan tu. <laughs> <laughs> ingat, ingat orang kayangan. Wow, you're the kind of fella who would take aeroplanes and helicopter to get satisfy your cravings, huh? What's Correct. Up? But but I am not the guy who too flew that helicopter to get the nasi ganja. Just putting it out there. Huh? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this morning we're asking you how much effort have you put in to satisfying a food craving? Anan, listen to this one lah. From listen to Anan's voice note lah. Mainly our in-laws are from Kuala Pilla, and we are staying in Shiraz. So. It's a very, you can say, very old generation people are there. We call them uncle. It's Hainan Kopitiam there. The original one, which, which actually they started this Kopitiam. So you, you can imagine we just go there, have roti steam and kung fu noodles and everything. Kung fu noodles? What is kung fu noodles? It's Cantonese noodles. It's like the white sauce with egg inside oh. and the gong and veggies and stuff like that. Ooh, with yimi. Oh my God. Hey. So good. Hey, can everybody just stay home and let's get rid of COVID-19 so that I can go out there and try all these things again. Lah. Yo. Yeah. What's yeah, up? Yeah. But most yeah, important question, guys. What's for breakfast today? Lah? <laughs> I'm thinking a nasi lemak bungkus. Lah. It, it's got to happen today. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about nasi lemak, hey, you remember or not? Yesterday, we caught up with a lady who is selling nasi lemak in Amsterdam. Yes, very famous Malaysian, bro. What's some more? We played the interview after this. Lah. Perfect timing, what? <laughs> Morning's done right. That's right. The Mixed Breakfast with Aisha Rod and Prim.